Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Right. Uh, every week um, on a Friday, we take a, a look in depth at uh, the Greyhound racing industry and we talk to uh, personalities uh, within there. And this, this morning, we're speaking to Steve Evans, uh, who's a trainer out of uh, Christchurch as well in uh, partnership with his wife, Bonnie, and, of course, his son, Riley, who have already had on the show. Steve, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning to you. How are you? Uh, Steve, we know how Riley got into it because he got the bug off uh, you and your wife, Bonnie. But, of course, uh, how did you get into it uh, those years ago? Oh, um, probably 10 or 12 years back now. Um, used to always train a few trotters for a bit of a bit of a hobby and worked in the industry of the trotters for a long time and uh, made a mind, trained a few greyhounds and sort of suggested I get one for a bit of a hobby. And, um, yeah, so we got one and... One ended up being two, and two was five, and five was 50, and then you just keep going. So, yeah, no, we've um, sort of grown a lot in the last few years. Would you have a, if you look back at your time in the harness racing industry, how would you compare it to, say, your time in, um, within the, the, the greyhound racing industry? Is, it a, is the greyhound a, a more favoured option for you after experiencing both? Uh, definitely, definitely. I've... Um, found um like you put your dog in the box and and all sorts of things and not the best dog wins every time so we're, with the horses you sort of got three or four minutes to to get round and the the bunch of the bit of bad luck still can get round and beat you but the dogs you sort of put them in the boxes and and you can be it's a lot easier we used to find it a lot easier to compete with the better trainers where the horses it was always a, a struggle to beat those real top line trainers but the dogs sort of, um, yeah, they could make your own luck. We've, we've won a few big, uh, well, one, one big race we won uh, with a nice dog called Gold Viper. He was, he was a $44 shot, but he jumped to the lead and everything else met trouble when he didn't. So well, that doesn't sort of happen in the harness. The best ones sort of win most of the time. So, I've often wondered, Steve, uh, you train a, a greyhound to the minute, you think it's up for a, a terrific performance, and then you see the barrier drawer and your heart sinks, you're in a squeeze box or whatever. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about barrier draws a, as such and, you know, uh, your preference to outside, inside, etc.? Oh, it, it really depends on the dog. Um, you get a dog that likes the rails or it likes wide. It, just, it can all depend on the dog and where you draw, but... Um, there's a there's probably a lot more a lot of luck in greyhound racing like if you can if you can jump to the lead and and I like they always say box speed is golden races and it doesn't matter where where a good dog draws if it's got good box speed it can draw one or five or eight and and it can still it can still win so they can win from anywhere but yeah it, all, it, it is very relevant to the dog and where it likes to race on the track. So. Uh, do dogs naturally like the rail, or do they naturally like space out wide? I mean, ha, ha, can you train that? 
Um, no, you, you sort of they sort of get into a habit very, very early in their careers, like whether they're going to be a railer or a wide runner. And, and if you get a dog in its first few starts as a wide runner, it's, um, they tend to be a bit of a wide runner all their life. So it's... Um, yeah, they just get into a habit, a, a habit from very, very early on, and it, it's it's hard to make a, a wide runner go to the rail. It's just, it's just what they want to do, and it's where they they like to race and find a bit of space. You spoke before uh, about the the best performance, uh, the best performing dog you've had, but uh, you race uh, and Riley, of course, too. Um, anything with Gold Star attached to it is yours. How did Gold Star come about? Yeah, many years ago, my um, granddad um, bred trotters, and he he sold um, he sold a mare to um, a fellow I worked for for a long time, and a lot of respect for uh, Alan Georgeson, and um, he was very good with the trotters. And um, one of granddad's breed was called um, Three Gold Stars, and um, we bought that mare, and we bred out of her, bought her off Alan. That was coming sort of back into our family then, and. Um, yeah, her, her foals were all called Gold Star. Um, and then we're sort of the um, last one was a nice trotter we had called Gold Star Invasion that we won a lot of money with and sold to Australia. And he uh, he was the last of them and sort of started breeding trot- uh, dogs at the same time. So we sort of carried on the Gold Star. So, And it sort of just stuck. You stepped uh, back a wee bit from it and let uh, Riley take uh, over much of the work, though. But, uh, Steve... Uh, how how much are you still involved with it hands-on in that respect? Oh, you know, we're still here every day. Um, um, we we sort of, Riley, I, I let Riley take over. I think um, the good opportunities for a young fella to sort of put his hand up. And he's proven we've just been away to Australia for a 10-day holiday and the dogs just continued like we're here. So a lot of people say um, Riley's been gifted and, and we do the work behind the scenes, but it's not really the case. We sort of... Uh, took a back step and, and he does a fair amount of the work and and um, yeah we're sort of involved in the day to day running but they'll head off to the races in another hour or two for racing tonight and I sort of stay home and I'll make sure the paddocks are mowed and feed the dogs and things like that so um, aside of the training side of things it's a, it really is a family operation we all work in together and we've got a couple of good staff and Zancy and Josh that, um, that are here every day or most of the time and, and we, we've got a good unit going here Steve just before we uh, let you go uh, racing today as you just mentioned or coming up shortly um, over the next few days uh, anything uh, with the Gold Star uh, label that attached that we should look at? Oh yeah we've got a, got a pretty pretty big team I think we've got 13 or 14 tonight so um, got a couple of new ones um, Gold Star Randy, he does a few things wrong, but I think he'll make the grade one day. Um, Gold Star Ricky just got back a grade. He could be hard to beat tonight. Um, and Gold Star Tommy, he's um, he's drawn good tonight in the eight. He's probably uh, he's probably a big chance of, of going close tonight. Steve Evans, uh, fantastic having a quick chat to you and finding out more about your background uh, in the industry. Um, and we thank you for your time and good luck uh, with those uh, starters coming up uh, in the next few days. Thank you. Good. Thank you very much. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.